we can do a lot of damage by allowing ourselves to be upset over things that don't matter. This exhortation is on that subject, for I was greatly helped recently by a man I don't even know. I'd bought some cables from him, and I'd talked to him on the telephone, and I'd received emails from him. And a situation occurred which I felt a responsibility toward him. He sells sound cables. I had told him that we were having sound system put in the new car. And he said, oh, I need to know who's doing your work because I have customers who need sound systems. And it isn't very far between Denver and Colorado Springs. And they would be willing to come down to Colorado Springs to be able to get their sound system. So I told him that they had put the sound system in the previous car, and it was the best sound I'd ever heard. He knows that I am what's called an audiophile who has this kind of hearing where we sort of, it's like a golfer trying to get golf clubs. We're always dealing with sound equipment. So he has a respect for my hearing and felt I would not lead them in the wrong direction. So he was very interested in knowing which business did work for me in installing sound equipment. I had no hesitancy in recommending this company in Colorado Springs for the installation of car amplifiers and things like that. But then something happened, and I felt I should warn him. They took the car in on a Monday. They weren't going to work on it until Tuesday. But we left it on a Monday because they're about 17 miles across town and it would be harder for us to get the car in at 9 a.m. on Tuesday. So I had the idea come to me that we could take the car and leave it there and pick up the loaner car that we were going to be using. And we could do it on Monday afternoon instead of early Tuesday morning. So that's what we did. They were to start working on the car on Tuesday of that week, they said we would have the car back on Friday or Saturday. That didn't happen. They're closed on Sunday, and the installer doesn't work on Monday. So that put us into getting the car back on Tuesday of the following week at the earliest. I felt there was a problem in communicating with the manager, and there was a problem in just the business operation. And I'd recommended them. So I told Carl of the situation. And I said, you just have to warn your people 
if they take a car there, it's sort of hard to get it back. And they need to have a firm agreement with the manager. Also, it's hard to communicate with him. But the work in the past has been quite good. And Carl said to me, Joan, there was a time I installed car sound equipment. And he said, you get in there sometimes and you run into problems that you never anticipated. And they throw you off for days. And when I heard that, God used that to calm me down, to change me, to help me. And then I heard a scripture over the situation. I thought it was over Carl. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Carl made peace. I never worried about that car another time. It didn't matter when we got the car back. The car dealer had loaned us a loaner car for as long as we needed it. It wasn't our car. It wasn't as nice riding as our car. But we had a car to pick up groceries. We weren't suffering. Devils will enter into a situation like that to bring thoughts to torment you. Don't let it happen because when you complain about things, many people are injured. It's the wrong way to go. When there is a problem, go the right way, which is prayer and asking God for help and asking God to give you the answer to the situation rather than complaining. We all have done complaining. We're all guilty. But we need, as Christians, to go another way. I thank God for Carl in this matter because he shared that with me. It caused me to change completely and to be able to warn us about taking the wrong attitude, especially when it doesn't even matter. We had a car. We had a loaner car. cost us nothing. Sometimes you get upset because it's just not right. There's going to be a lot of injustice in the last days that if we can possibly do so to just stay out of the fight, there are many worldly fights that are wrong, but we as Christians can't do anything about it except sin ourselves. There's one scripture that I know is going to happen. I know all scripture is going to happen, but I know very strongly this is going to happen in the days ahead. 
The scripture is Matthew 24. Jesus says in the last days, because iniquity will abound, the love of many will wax cold. And I know it's over things just like this that many will enter into strife and end up sinning and are basically hardened. I know this is one of the primary problems of the last days, a lack of integrity in other people. They tell you things, and they don't fulfill what they've said. You have to really watch about being pulled into their sin by anger against them. It will do no good. The wrath of men is not the righteousness of God. We're going to have to control ourselves. I think of the migrant workers. I thought of them today and the cold weather and how it would hurt those in Chicago. But that is a worldly problem. That's a problem for governments of men. We, as the church, are usually not equipped to deal with something like this. I even have a statement on our blog on the right-hand side. We do not give away money or books. We are not equipped. God didn't equip us for that. One reason we publish books with Amazon is to avoid having to try to send books to people. We have a free book program with Amazon, and they will send a free ebook to those who request it. Sometimes it will cost nothing. If they're overseas, I think they have some kind of fee but not much. So I'm so happy that we have a free book program. But you have it through Amazon, not through me. I'm just not equipped for that. God did not equip us. The world has many secular-type programs set up to deal with problems of society. Some of the churches do that, large churches. We only have six members. We only have six people who give offerings, and that's sufficient for our needs because it costs so little to publish podcasts and books and blogs. So we don't have to have a huge number of people and lots of offerings. And some churches deal with social issues. But should be the world, the governments of men, in my opinion, dealing with that. So when I think of the migrant workers, especially 
the ones that are sent to Chicago, and they are from South America, and they're in Chicago living in tents. When I think of them, the only thing that I can do is say, God, please help your people. I know you will help them. So stay out of strife. I think this year is going to pull many, many Christians away through politics in the United States. I think that's a very big issue to stay free from. You will only trouble yourself and fall into sin in that area. Instead, if you're troubled over politics, pray. I don't have any answer. I can't personally see anything that can be done about it. We may just have to accept whomever is president and stay out of the situation. I don't like seeing news stories about the election in the United States because it can stir me up the wrong way. Why let yourself get angry when you don't have any power to do anything about it? Of course, we can pray, and that's great power, but who are you going to put in his place? See, this may be the downfall of the United States, and it may be ordained by God. I was very upset a few years ago over sin in the churches. I was very upset until God showed me that in the end time, churches will fall away from Scripture. Second Thessalonians chapter 2. It was ordained to happen before Jesus returned. Why am I going to be upset over something that is ordained to happen? From that point on, I changed. I don't like it. I just don't go to churches that are antichrist, where they have put aside the Bible and are teaching other doctrines. Because I don't have to see it. So why should I put myself in that position? For it disturbs me terribly. That's the same situation with the world. I'm disturbed over these people when I think of them, when I see it on television. How could you not be disturbed? So one way to keep from being disturbed is just don't watch it. It won't help them, and it will disturb you. I believe that is of God. We have quite a few places where we are warned, just turn away. I can tell you one where we're warned on that immediately, just by remembering. Second Timothy chapter 3, 
Paul said there will be perilous times in the last days. And he says, just turn away. Turn away from them. You might want to read that and set your life to help yourself in a godly way by abstaining from being around those people. He names a whole bunch of characteristics. Some of them are without natural affection. That, of course, would be the abortionist. How could you kill your own child? Stay away from that subject. There are going to be many evils. If you fight the evil, sometimes you become the evil. And unless God has told you to fight, and you're sure of it, I believe you should do what Paul says in verse 5 and turn away. They will have the appearance of godliness, but deny the power thereof from such turn away. Save yourself that grief. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.